listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So I typed a text to a girl I used to see saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be. And I apologize if this message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I CC'd around town. And I hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Wetness all around me, true. But I'm no Allen. Peninsula, maybe. I make no sense. I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. No looking back. Spaceships don't come equipped with review mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pimp i'm glad it's night stole the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when i shoot the moon high high jump the room like a preemie out the womb my partner yelling too soon don't do it reconsider read some literature on the subject you sure fuck it you know we got your back like chiropractic tick if that bitch do you dirty we'll wipe her ass out like some detergent now hurry hurry go on to the altar i know you ain't a pimp but pimp remember what i taught you keep your heart three stacks keep your heart hey welcome to the black guy Tips podcast your host rod and karen and uh we're in the house on a wednesday to end the week yes sir uh you can find the show on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and this podcast is brought to you by uh just go to our live show okay our live show september 20th in charlotte north carolina you can find the link we excited about seeing all of y'all like y'all just don't know the excitement vip tickets are sold out but the regular general admission tickets are still in full effect just go to the black guy who com slash live 2018 or just go to the black guy com on the front page click on uh the black out live and uh it'll take you right there to get tickets and stuff and there's deals for hotels and everything right there uh we hope you guys can can come on out man we want to see y'all yes. and want to uh have fun so um okay let's get into the show all kinds of stuff is going on um on today my brother's birthday uh which happy i already wished him a happy Rodney. birthday um uh, but every all kinds of stuff is going on that uh we need to talk about but uh i think we should start here Do you wanna fall with me? Do you wanna fall with me? 
let's talk about lgbtq and all the other letters um uh all uh, the letters spectrum we cover them all let's go ahead and talk about the news guys and it's never good Mm-mm. um so there was a high school um holy cross valedictorian i think it's high school uh let me make sure it's not college but um yeah he's uh he was graduating and you know valedictorians they normally get to speak right they normally give like the speech a speech yes yeah so he was the valedictorian at his high school and he was denied the honor of speaking um because um people because uh the diocese of the coming of covington said that the speech contained elements that were political and inconsistent with the teaching of the catholic church bells is openly gay and doesn't know if that played a role in the decision to not have him speak at graduation of course it did yeah i'm gonna go on a limb and say yeah that's what it was they didn't they thought you were gonna say something about being gay at their little churchy church school and despite you earning the right to speak uh despite earning uh, it dog despite you being openly gay and attending they had no problem taking your money come on they cash all them checks your parents sent them right but then on the day that you you know earn the right to, to get your say after however many years of getting their say um yeah we're gonna have to shut the speech down but that's not the end of the story Karen. okay denied permission to speak at his own graduation he instead decided to deliver the speech outside uh the graduating valedictorian um and student council president learned hours before friday and night student council president and student council motherfucking president you think somebody not gonna be like hey dog why ain't he speaking right i mean it's it's it's, it's just unfair was he did he even get to go on the stage because you know normally that person sits on the stage within the entire ceremony right it's, i mean it's like it's not like he was gonna get up there and be like listen guys uh i just wanted to get up here and say that black people are animals and they all look like monkeys you, uh thank you for coming to my ted talk you know what they thought they thought he was gonna get out there and be like i'm gay he's already openly gay so right. no, no, it's but, not even but they thought he was gonna do it on the stage which means they was gonna have to actually deal with the angry and outraged parents that crushed their pearls because somebody admitted that they was gay it's wild too because he's been in the school openly gay the whole time right so, so it's not a like, secret yeah like did they think he was gonna be like um graduating class of 2018 at holy cross come on hey he had them nba pants he just stripped them off right hey with them short shorts right they're like uh how did he magically get roller skates and why is he roller skating across the front of the stage in the split right he just yank off his uh come on them nba pants nah i'm talking about the you know you have a graduation robe oh. so I just take <laughs> underneath this robe i got on hot shorts and all this shit like <laughs> Tank no, top. he was gonna give a speech the same way everybody <laughs> else give, was gonna give a fucking speech <laughs> he was gonna he's gonna take that robe off and splash himself in glitter <laughs> i mean imagine if this would have been some black person and they were like i don't know we saw you wear a black lives matter shirt earlier this year we think you're gonna get up there and say something too too controversial so uh even that. though you got all a's for four years straight we just gonna not let you talk yeah, even though you took the ap class that gave you extra points that got a 6.297 gpa and outbeat everybody else at the school nah right because we just we don't know what you because it's not like they had a copy of the speech we don't know what you're gonna say we're just gonna assume that it's gonna rock the boat um 
so yeah they they said that uh hours before the friday night's graduation he learned that he would not be allowed to speak hours before so this is basically just blindsided him right um and they thought uh pre-approved speeches uh uh they would not be allowed to deliver their plan and pre-approved speeches at the ceremony so apparently the speech was pre-approved and then suddenly it wasn't anymore so instead they found a pair of megaphones and delivered them outside yeah fuck them Mhm. Mhm. Uh the young people will win valedictorian Christian Bells uh said because we're finished being complacent. We'll case. Oh, what's I don't know. I don't even see what the video is playing from. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, and one of them auto videos was like, I've been paused long enough. Freedom These tricks these companies got these days. Oh, stop that bullshit anyway uh he said the 18 year old cold spring resident had hoped to celebrate the rising tide of american youth advocacy across the political spectrum mentioning both the major major marjorie stoneman douglas high school students who have campaigned for reform uh reform gun laws and his own classmates who have attended the march for life in january and encourages classmates to continue striving to make their communities better yeah they're not trying to hear none of that bullshit he just said we are dynamic we are intelligent we have a voice and we're capable of using it in all communities we must take what we've learned in this community and apply it to the world we are about to encounter gun rights Mm-mm. Hmm? gun rights it was like no i don't think it was the gun rights that kept them from um from from letting us speak oh, i really think yeah, it's because he's, he's gay. gay yeah and they're gonna use that other shit as an excuse because they don't want to come out right be like you gay but all that other stuff is gonna be an excuse just we to got, cover the fact that y'all don't want to admit that the reason why he didn't speak is because we got a david hogg on our hands we gotta right. shut it down so all of a sudden it's about your political views like like not something funny anybody else probably could have gave that speech without a motherfucking problem here's my problem for 13 years of this kid's life he's been in some school being taught how to learn and what to learn and what to say and all this shit um he's your best and brightest uh, according to the way that you decide who's the best and brightest he earns the right to speak at the graduation you approve his speech a few hours before that you yank it away because you're afraid of what he's gonna say he learned it from you like that to me is the ultimate lack of um confidence in your own education that you've been giving these kids you want robots you don't want free thinkers you don't want no you don't want kids that think for themselves process their own information that adjust to the current times because let's face it when i was growing up things were different when the 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 great your grandparents are growing up things are different so you don't want the kids to speak for themselves that's the you just want them to regurgitate what you told them to think and that's the biggest threat to all this shit you know yes and also in my opinion and i might be wrong but i think the educational system was uh, was just designed for workers like it really wasn't designed for people to actually think use critical thinking skills i didn't know what the fuck critical thinking skills was that i went to college so it's one of those things where the system is designed for you i give you this information you you give it back to me and then i grade you on your ability to give me back the shit i gave you it a lot of times the system doesn't go beyond that just the fact that he's openly gay going to a religious school is already like this like he decided that like he's already living a life of um of boldness 
and they're afraid of that that's the same shit that enabled him to get all them a's but now y'all don't want it y'all want to pick and choose when the so, fuck he gets to be himself so what is it gay a's or something like all of a sudden the a's are a different type of a's it's it's all the extra a's and i'm gay i guess is what they were talking <laughs> i don't know i don't know what like, their logic are is are those are those a's glowing no 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 we can't have this um his mother jillian marksbury said bells and student council president Catherine france had believed her speeches were approved before the out of the blue friday morning call from principal mike holtz to both their uh families Holtz had an emergency meeting that ended in a declaration uh the diocese did not feel the two speeches were appropriate for the ceremony yeah somebody hit them up the day of <coughs> and was like no like the school was actually cool with it like somebody higher up made mm-hmm. that decision and you can tell from the language that he had in the excerpt of the speech he actually wasn't taking a political stance he was actually applauding kids for using their voice and saying we're our voice is going to shape the generation you know the typical shit you say at the the valedictorian always says it at the college or high school when they graduate it's do always better, like do great you're the future we're gonna go out here and we're gonna change the world and it's our time now that, that shit you know so anyway um ruin his moment ruin his parents moment his family's moment i think it's still dope that he went out there with a megaphone and was like i'll give my speech here guys mm-hmm. like, oh they won't let you get a speech how, how much does it cost to rent a megaphone that's what we do mm-hmm. uh california congress uh congressman dana roebrocker roebrocker mm-hmm. uh was already facing a tough re-election bid in california's 48th conditional i mean congressional district uh with 15 candidates running against him including a former protege when he told a delegation of orange county realtors that it is acceptable to refuse to sell homes to lgbtq people i think it's the law it's a law that says you can't do that it's literally in the law you can't i i don't i don't understand this concept this is how and listen i just i need to reiterate something because i've seen a lot of black people trying to trot out this line of defense with discrimination against gay people where they try to flip the tables on some uh i'm trying to think of the best word without insulting anybody i can't think of one that without insulting people so i'll just go ahead and say uh no willfully ignorant at best there we go willfully ignorant at best to flip the power structure of it and they say stuff like black people shouldn't have to sell their homes to racist white people or you know when it came to the baking a cake for gay people gay wedding thing well were you gonna make a black man make a cake for the kkk you know shit like that that's actually not what the fuck is on the books Mm-mm. so let's 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 be better than that let's not equate somebody being gay to the kkk let's not do that yeah they're not the same one is a hate-filled organization of built on white supremacy and one is just a human being who's gay like there's no part of being gay that is hateful or eradicates any of my rights any of my freedoms where are these gay people that's out here marching and killing folks if anything if we do want to make a racial analogy let's keep it one to one it's the same as when they said your black ass can't eat at the counter of Woolworths and what were we doing for that we were sitting there we were boycotting we were doing all kinds of shit to make sure we had the same right to sit at the front counter 
that the white people had come on that's what this is that's what this relates to people try to flip gay into some type of like like all like this is the same as making me like have to sell my house to the alt-right what are you talking about Mm -hmm. no it's not um anyway i hate to see black people fall for that or or promote that because it's honestly one of the most hateful things you can thought process and i don't know if people are listening to this and they just haven't thought it through so like i said the kindest i can be is that you're willfully ignorant woefully willfully ignorant um and that's the kindest thing i can say because there's, there's a whole lot of other name calling things I, I got on my mind but i'm not gonna say them but absolutely i think i think the vast majority of them are 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 trying to propagate this this comparison that they know is detrimental to gay people and there's gay black people there's gay like i don't know why this keeps getting lost in the shuffle like oh like that like lgbtq and the word gay just mean a bunch of white people like nah um anyway and and it's very frustrating uh for the simple fact that uh the same person that said that is the same person that don't like your black ass either because all them streams come from the same source of hatred that's what i was explaining to this dude carl we play ball with because he's a bigot and we'll be like and he hates when i call him out on his shit and i'll call him a bigot to his face i don't give a fuck um because i'm like dog that's bigoted like you need to let that hateful thinking go you know like he was one of those people that was willing for trump to win because uh not he's like i'd never vote for hillary clinton y'all know why he wouldn't vote she just don't have the right the right she don't say the right things i said but you know trump is a liar at least he's lying about the right things and one of his main things that we still mock him to this day and every time i see him i bring it up his main is one of his main selling points was transgender people in the bathroom a lot right a lot of niggas fell for that shit hook line and sinker i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you they just want to live their lives why do you give a fuck but here's the thing i said name one politician that is anti that is pro these laws these anti-transgender laws in the bathroom right name one of them that also doesn't hate your black ass right name one of them like these some strange they don't hate muslims like they all go together i'm not even talking about muslims i'm talking specifically to him because i don't want to make it about something else because he probably right. hate muslims too right i'm saying specifically to your black ass name one of these fucking anti uh lgbtq equality motherfuckers that that like your ass strange bedfellows indeed man strange bedfellows so it was kind of uh interesting to see that um that um that 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 logic you know and so i feel like this is the same slippery slope as logic where I, you'll catch people that kind of agree with stuff like this they agree with you shouldn't have to sell a cake to a gay person because you're a christian and shit like that but then they'll turn around and want black like they want white people to come off of their bullshit against black people so they don't think like you know you're in an interracial marriage talking about some uh i think it's okay to not serve gay people if you just don't quote unquote agree with it well people used to not agree with interracial marriage that was a huge fucking thing so you're in an interracial marriage but you discriminate you 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 want to promote or at least excuse discrimination against gay people it's that kind of shit you know you like you you want your kids to be able to go to the school that of, of of the best school possible for them to go to 
and if they said well actually we're busting all the black kids to one school in in your city you would be fucking livid and they would use the same logic of that they're using about this shit well you can't make me do that i don't want to do it. it's my right if i want listen i pay for this the business and if i don't want to serve your black ass i shouldn't have to and and I don't, I don't think this dude is gonna win or anything but it's just this idea it's persistent and it's getting more bolder every day under under trump under this administration right and this is where people's freedom slowly start chipping away and they go fuck the constitution fuck the laws fuck was on the books we're gonna do what we want to do people need to pay attention and be aware of the shit that they're doing uh also in a narrow opinion supreme court rules for baker in gay rights case now um this is um a lot of people have been promoting this kind of uh salaciously a lot of the headlines are very misleading they're basically trying to make it seem like oh the supreme court ruled that it's okay for them to discriminate against gay people that's actually not what happened um but it's not a good ruling either um uh i think their lawyer even said we lost the battle but it's actually a a huge step in the in the war you know uh anyway the u.s supreme court ruled monday in favor of a colorado baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple but the 72 decision was on the narrowest of grounds and left unresolved whether business owners have a free speech right to refuse to sell goods and services to same-sex couples so they essentially punted for somebody else to make the choice they moved they kicked it back down to the lower courts this may still come back right um and the 72 is not an actual judgment on the case the grounds in which they um they sent it back was saying that they felt the court was biased against the person's religion or religion in general so they basically said you have to go back and hear the case again probably under a different judge or something like that um so um yeah acting on a complaint filed by craig and mullins the colorado civil rights commission ruled in favor of the couple as did the state supreme court phillips appealed to the u.s supreme court as he put it last december it's hard for me to believe the government is forcing me to choose between provider for my family and violate my relationship with god the case seemed to set up a direct clash between phillips religious and freedom and free speech rights and the enforcement of colorado's law uh but justice anthony kennedy writing for the court majority on monday threaded the needle far more narrowly kennedy said it was unexceptional that colorado law can protect gay persons in acquiring products and services on the same terms and conditions that are offered to other members of the public but at the same time the law must be applied in a manner that is neutral towards religion in this case kennedy concluded the colorado civil rights commission consideration of phillips case was compromised by the comments of one of the seven commissioners at a public hearing comments that kennedy said disparaged phillips uh faith as despicable and comparable to comments made by those sought to justify slavery on religious grounds moreover the state law at the time afforded the storekeeper some latitude and decline uh to decline creating specific messages they considered offensive and the colorado commission had previously allowed three different bakers to refuse to put an anti-gay marriage on a cake a gay message on a cake so basically they were trying to say um there's wiggle room in the law and the way it's interpreted um 
the court didn't have a problem with people saying stuff like i would not make a cake that says uh f gay people or something like that you know uh or some homophobic slur i won't make that cake because it's offensive and so they said um the law's not clear enough on this for y'all to bring this shit to the supreme court uh y'all really need to clean up y'all own local shit uh and come back uh what it's not saying is uh the baker is right he shouldn't have to bake for the gay people because he's religious but people were promoting it as if that was what the ruling said it's just all around just just fucked up because i always look at things and look at other marginalized groups from my perspective for being black and what's to stop them from going i don't want to make a cake for your black ass Mm -hmm. i don't want to make a cake because you muslim i don't want to make a cake because you handicapped what's to stop them from going down these other goddamn avenues you're doing something for the general public you have to serve the general public and lgbtq people is in the general goddamn public make your shit private then if it's so big for you not to serve the general public you shouldn't be able to have a public company and be like nah we're not serving you yeah i just wanted to uh clarify um for just for the way that i saw it misrepresented um obviously i think it's it's bullshit either way right but people were basically saying a lot of people were touting this as a victory like christians we won we can discriminate against gay people that's not what happened so you know be not clear you want to you fuck around and you'll be in court getting sued but 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 pay no i mean make no mistake this issue was on the ballot in 2016 come on the supreme court was on the ballot so however this does shake out whether it comes right back in a year or two or or whatever the ruling is because trump may honestly get to pick two justices depending on how things work out if people want to retire people pass away and stuff um just remember this is on the ballot in 2016 that people told you it wasn't that important and not to vote and it doesn't matter and it's two sides of the same coin just remember them niggas they told you the same thing mm-hmm. yeah I, I i don't say nothing but i remember and i'm like fuck y'all niggas yeah. like y'all the problem mm-hmm. um and and if it's and if they, they do somehow come back and rule on this and they rule and they actually do rule in favor of the baker for real the next time that's precedent right precedence in the legal realm is very hard to change and all very of a, hard and all of a sudden the rules gonna start changing and you're gonna see when you take your black ass up in there they're gonna be like i don't feel like serving you because my religion say niggas are less than joy reed issued an apology for her past blog post there are things i deeply regret um and this is a new apology i think she apologized on her show um i don't know a couple weeks ago she apologized on the show but um she basically uh issued this apology uh the first of june um she's been feeling the criticism for past blog posts for months and now she's coming clean about the words that got her in so much trouble the msnbc host previously suggested some of the questionable comments were made by a hacker in april joy reed came under fire when a twitter user uncovered several homophobic posts on the blog she hired a cybersecurity expert and her attorney told reporters the fbi was investigating the breach she made no mention of the hacker's defense the hacker defense when she issued a statement on friday 
while i published my blog starting in 2005 i wrote thousands of posts in real time on the issues of the day there are things i deeply regret and embarrassed by things i would have said differently and issues where my position has changed today i'm sincerely apologizing again she said in a statement i'm sorry for the collateral damage and the pain this is causing individuals and communities caught in the crossfire msnbc issued a statement and seems to be supporting their host some of the things written by joining our old blog are obviously hateful and hurtful the network said in a statement they are not reflective of the colleague and the friend we have known at msnbc for the past seven years joy has apologized publicly and privately and said she has grown and evolved in the many years since and we know this to be true um it's wild because two things are happening at once the first is that she is clearly being targeted um if you're on social media and you're seeing um uh what's going down with uh her twitter feed and the trolls and the articles that are written by her about her and stuff this is a clear targeting of joy reed like they're like they're trying to take her down it's very coordinated as far as like when stuff is released it's like every time she apologizes somebody tries to find another blog post basically mm-hmm. to keep her in a constant state of having to battle these small fires quote unquote right. and and keep apologizing so she looks like she's like always fucking up meanwhile some of this shit is like 10 years old eight years old whatever um so that's one thing that's happening and i think you know in all fairness that you know you have to admit that part of is targeting mm-hmm the second part of it though is um it appears she did say these things and she may not remember it i mean if she was doing all these posts and shit you know i don't expect everybody to have them give her a slack on it or whatever i mean it's really up to the communities that are offended to decide Mm -hmm. what they're you know you have to take your lead from there if people are like fuck her i don't fuck with her no more then it's kind of like all right well that's uh that's the cost of of saying the things you said back then that's just what it is but um i i I believe that she might not remember writing that shit if you was writing all these blog blog posts every day being a prolific writer i'm sure that shit i don't remember i said on this show that if you quoted me i and say remember april 2011 you said so and so i'd probably be like i I had to go back and listen episode i don't remember um now because of the podcast i wouldn't be like i got hacked you know obviously you can hear my voice but but you get the point which is like maybe she's come so far in certain things she really does like i can't believe i said that or used to say that or i don't remember saying that or uh maybe she already deleted it and forgot about the shit or whatever the fuck you know she did close her blog down a while ago when she you know got on tv and shit so you know or maybe she just legitimately was trying to run from it and was lying the whole time and she knew she wrote that shit and she just ain't want to face the consequences of it um i don't know you know i don't know her personally like that so i can't vouch for her integrity um you know msnbc may be vouching for her, but this is the same msnbc that all those women signed a, a letter about uh was it like so, Coppola or Brokaw somebody saying they they didn't he always treated us good so how could he be part of the me too you know I so I don't know you know there's a lot of incentives and agendas here um only time will tell if people continue to to see her voice as a, a voice that they respect and if they believe her apology and if they believe her sincere like that she's sincere right um only time will tell that I have no idea what what that will end up um 
but my biggest belief is that for the most part while the internet is very unforgiving and receipts 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 and you bring up somebody's name and they can't wait to tell you what they don't like about them right um my guess is the majority of people are not like that that's my no, they're guess not. the majority of people are very understanding the the thing for her is she makes a huge part of her presence via social media mm-hmm. so i don't know how she's gonna navigate that and of and and deal with that because social media man once people got something on you they got you forever and like you could be saying man it's a sunny day outside and people would be like keep that same energy bitch what you say in 2007 like so i don't know what her experience is gonna be like from this point on and especially knowing that it's a bit confusing because a lot of the people who are going after her are not the people who are actually offended right there are people from like right-wing blogs and shit who want to get her up out of here because they it's so funny they understand that the the progressive people and the people on the left have more integrity than they ever would right so so they use it against them like well you got integrity according to your rules you shouldn't tolerate this you know and so it's gonna be interesting to see what plays out but if msnbc has her back it'll probably be okay but um uh, you know and maybe it'll fade away or maybe it won't but um uh it's gonna be interesting to see what actual the communities that were actually affected think because i don't like I, I feel like drowned out in all the chaos is the voice of the people who you know i want to know like are they sitting around going fuck joy Reid or are they like man she fucked up but i'm used to like, whatever she's moved on she's better she's an advocate now blah 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 i don't know because it's kind of like um the other thing being gay i'm pretty sure not i've never been gay obviously but i'm pretty sure that being gay you're not really surprised by people even the most like wokest person got some fucked shit about them mm-hmm. you know what i mean because people are indoctrinated into it and this is one of those things where a lot of us share this indoctrination like sometimes you go well this is just toxic masculinity blah 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 being anti-gay is very much ingrained in a lot of our culture not just for men not just for women not just like period so it's gonna be you know i I would be interested to know if people are really like fuck her or if it's more like joy i knew you know i knew it was always gonna be some shit but i'm glad you're you've come around you know i don't know but i don't know we'll see it seems like gay people don't get to hold a grudge the way that black people online do about race and i don't know that that's fair mm. i mean not that i'm necessarily the grudge holding tight but i don't know that that's uh, but, fair but, but the saying, way that yeah. we always tell gay people like but but joy reed is so did it you know and it's all of a sudden it's like you're basically saying shut up but if mm-hmm. that same person were to but if like they were to say well you know um bill mar said house nigger and somebody came up to me and said well raj you know um he made a mistake da 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 and i i started running off a list of things he said it's like you making me more mad than if you just would acknowledge like that was fucked up because it's not like i'm calling for his job it's not like i want him to die i just think it was fucked up and you keep telling me how it's not like i'm crazy and so i think a lot of this conversation online gets is becomes that where somebody's like uh joy reed fucked up and uh she needed to just apologize because i feel like she's lying saying she don't remember and then people go well hold up now hold up now you can't say that because 
you know that's a black woman you talking about and shit instead of going nah you got a point i'm not the one that's offended in the situation and you have a point you absolutely don't need to believe her you know but yeah she apologized again um so we'll see if this one sticks um let's see what else happened oh you know maybe we can end on this one uh new york city is opening up its first ever homeless shelter for young for lgbt uh young adults by the end of the year wonderful wonderful this now homelessness affects lgbt people um a lot higher higher rates than uh you know uh cishet people in many cases because um you know one you got the parents and guardians that are religious or bigoted um you know trans people uh you have underemployment uh not unemployment uh you know criminal uh elements preying on you because they know you don't have the legal protections of other people mm-hmm. so um it's important that there be a place for lgbt youth to be able to go um when they're uh transient or whatever because of uh because of this shit you know um not to mention you don't want to just be like well just go to the same shelter as everybody else you really could be in danger you don't know right uh the city will f- open its first youth shelter for young adults uh up to age 24 with part of a 9.5 million dollar in new spending to combat homelessness among lgbt youth uh initiative the new 20 bed shelter will open by the end of the year and house people between the ages of 21 and 24 uh late first lady charlaine mccray uh said at the city hall uh wednesday 21 to 24 seems kind of old for that, that's what i was thinking i mean if it's a homeless shelter and you're talking about youth you actually need to be striking at about 14 15 type of range yeah i mean i guess it's easy for me to say but i don't know that age range seems kind of like y'all y'all actually talking more adult ish yeah but you promote as teen so i'm thinking yeah you're teen, saying young people but 21 right. to 24 Th- those are older people i mean yeah. and they need to help too don't get me wrong but if you actually the the range need to be wider in my opinion mm-hmm. you need to be kind of 14 15 to 24 i could see you going that range yeah so uh but uh i mean ultimately it's a good thing 20 more beds 20 more people that will be taken care of that wouldn't have been uh well actually more than 20 people because it's a rotating thing i'm sure so what do you do when you have teenagers actually roll up at your door do i don't you tell know them no do you I don't declined? know i don't know because they're gonna come too won't help i don't know i guess they uh i don't know i don't know what they do exactly um they don't say in here existing youth shelters only allow residents to stay until they turn 21 so i guess they would send them to an existing youth shelter already Ah, which ain't friendly to them um but then the other thing is you get kicked out um when you turn oh, 21 i see what since today we're going to fill that gap yes that makes that makes sense okay yeah that's not as bad as it i understand seems. this now i thought well why are you picking this range it was like well there's a system in place and we're like once you after you turn 21 those systems actually just kick you out and it seems to be a step gap measure because they, the city council tried in, in March voted to raise the age limit to 24 for all the shelters. Mm. But the other shelters will stay 21 for now because the city wants to make sure there's enough space. So this is kind of like a, well, if, if you're not, if to catch the people follow through the gap, I guess, 
in the meantime mm. so um anyway man that seems like a good thing to me, me um, too. it's not perfect obviously but no, it's not it's definitely a step closer to you know right something direction. better uh let's see what else we got to talk about here um oh uh democratic lawmaker calls for 9-11 style commission on uh to investigate hurricane deaths in puerto rico yeah surprise surprise guys the government under trump may have underreported the amount of deaths uh caused by hurricane uh maria no shit i have a co-worker whose family is there and a lot of them still don't got lights still don't got power you know uh and a lot of bad conditions in this area yeah uh so um uh there's a report that came out in a prestigious medical journal that revealed an estimated 4,645 people died as a result of the disaster last year and it has been almost a year um we need an analysis of how this low death count may have shaped the inadequate federal response she said that so in order to um to mitigate i mean maybe they didn't have the numbers to count and all this stuff they didn't have the resources but you had to consider the effects that telling people that say 40 people died as compared to 4,000 people died uh, actually no it was 64 people saying 64 people died as opposed to being off by i don't know 4,600 people may determine what size relief and um resources get sent down there not that i think um this government uh this administration i think they knew the numbers bigger they didn't give a fuck yeah i don't think they would have cared either way Mm -mm. they were looking for a way not to care the entire time correct (sighs) these deaths are on the hands of the american voters man yes it is and there's some stupid ass american citizens that don't even believe they're citizens y'all do know they're americans too right but even if they weren't citizens they're off our coast and we have the resources to help it will it shouldn't even take that they're human beings and we do have that should be the the be all end all of something like that you know um and And this is also what happens when you fucking devalue competency in an office when you say shit like he's a businessman and i'm i'm tired of we gotta drain the swamp let's stop sending people up there that know what they're doing and start sending people that's that's never been in there before yeah you sending in people that don't give a fuck and they don't know you send in the most corrupt fucking uh cartoon character ass niggas to to solve a crime like this and uh to solve a tragedy like this and all they care about is lining their pockets and if, if at best lining their pockets or even worse they literally are so incompetent they don't know how to fix things we covered that story where a woman got a uh, a big ass uh budget for to send some meals there she had never done that shit before in her fucking life and she took the money to do this this task that she was not prepared for and, and nothing even got there it was so it was so ill ill conceived because all they care about is the bottom line even when people's lives are on the line because they're not their lives right because that's a thing when it comes to business business is about dollars and cents if it don't make dollars it don't make sense 
and if you're dying is part of the equation business equation they don't give a fuck that's why when it comes to this you don't need people making business decisions when it comes to lies yeah so um yeah we'll see um see what happens uh with with this shit because i mean to me this is uh as much of a war crime as much as a crime on the on the citizens of this country as a war crime is that is that fucking serious who knows whose lives could have been saved with more help come on you know um people it's (laughs) the double standard so funny because for eight years people look for obama's katrina every everything that happened is this obama's katrina is this obama's katrina as if a white person like bush fucking up means that obviously um uh after him uh obama must fuck up as well like it's inevitable like it wasn't because bush is incompetent like it couldn't have been that it had to be that well then when the black man gets in office surely he'll have the same level of tragedy that he poorly mismanages and it leads to the deaths of of thousands of americans right nah actually no there is no comparison yet this motherfucker trump literally does have a worse thing on his record than katrina already and no one's fucking talking about it in those terms i'm glad they're investigating and i hope they fucking find out what's up uh colorado is using three million dollars for marijuana tax to provide food and housing for the homeless wonderful oh you don't say you monetize that's surplus mm-hmm. now this is the same colorado where people we read in denver they were locking up black and brown kids that had weed so i don't Come know on. are they gonna just spend the three million dollars to help them black kids uh now that they homeless because they got put in jail for some shit they Come that's on, supposed to be legal can't erase off their record ain't it funny it's it's excuse me let's see yoke dog you be like it's funny to your boy it's funny to your girl y'all pass these laws and niggas got locked up but it's supposed to be legal though right uh since the decision was made nearly four years ago the state of colorado has seen an increase year on year in tax revenue gained from cannabis sales oh what you mean just like everyone thought would happen mm-hmm. in the most recent financial year ending in june 2016 the state made nearly 70 million dollars revenue gained through taxation was one of the key arguments for legalizing weed now that this argument has been clearly validated many taxpayers have been wondering what the state would do with the additional mo- money the answer in one city is almost as revolutionary as passing the law itself aurora the third largest city in colorado will be using over a third of its 4.5 million dollar gain through the weed tax to support local nonprofit homeless organizations that's that's i actually think that is that's dope that's something positive that came out of that right because what people fail to realize living in america is very expensive people underestimate how much it fucking costs to live in this country and i think people i wrote to the show and i've heard like it is very fucking expensive to live there now since they don't pass these laws and shit because you actually are pricing people out people that could used to stay there you literally are pricing them out where they're having to live outside of the city uh san diego state lawmaker said businesses should be allowed to turn away people of color no shit we're just fucking with those black people we're We're just just fucking fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with 
fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with them we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody that's right guys slippery slope indeed just talking about that bakery shit come on and guess what karen you are absolutely right because it all flows down from the same string what people fail to realize if if you don't like people that are lgbtq you don't like my black ass you don't like muslims you don't like jews it's not a fucking surprise you don't like women you don't like social justice warriors you don't like people fighting for gun rights all this is in the same pot to me bigotry is a river with many branches and that shit just all flows from the same source right and, don't think you are above it and people fool themselves when they think that because they're not talking in your black ass means you are above the fray because a lot of black people just want to be treated as white people they're not trying to look out for other people that are marginalized also all these laws are up for debate man none of this shit is written in stone just because we got rights as black people to certain shit that don't mean nothing you think they you think big is just gonna give up up oh, well it's settled i guess i'm equal to a black person nah you mm-hmm. have to keep fighting you have to keep that same energy right because it was up to them niggas would be out here picking cotton again if it was there up there they had the choice uh san diego state lawmakers uh i mean sorry san diego state south dakota state lawmaker my bad argued in, in a facebook comment that businesses should be allowed to turn oh, out people yeah. based on color just like yeah <laughs> Right. <laughs> the comment from state rep michael clark came shortly after the supreme court ruled in favor of colorado baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple because of his religious beliefs that prompted a facebook post from clark hailing the decision as a win for freedom of speech and freedom of religion now aren't y'all glad i took you to that lgbtq section first so that if in case you didn't understand what that ruling was about you can see how bigots used that ruling to say see they ruled on side of the baker didn't even read don't even know the nuance don't even know what the fucking court said don't realize that the court essentially punted and passed on giving the actual ruling anyway um while touting that win for freedom of speech and freedom of religion um uh which he deleted the post <sighs> that's the Colin carter you said some dumb shit in 20 in 2018 the deleted post like like screenshots aren't forever forever ever forever ever screenshots are forever forever (laughs) uh some facebook users began questioning clark's post prompting the state lawmaker to respond to one it is his business clark wrote in a comment he should have the opportunity to run his business the way he wants if he wants to turn away people of color then that's his choice clark deleted the post on tuesday saying he had jumped in on it a little bit too fast he said what he meant he jumped in on it too uh, that's a new one now that's a new i like that that's new that's some new that's a new racism get all the facts see it was just i was moving too fast and i fucked her up and said some racist shit you know how you just be moving too fast they say you know you racist you ever do that guys no no you never just oh i was late for work i started rushing next thing you know i'm calling everybody nigger online i just mm-hmm. i gotta slow down i got to take mm-hmm. my time you bet better go speed limit then nigga it's moving a little too woo. oh man mm, going 70 and 55 slow down 
i'm apologizing for some of my facebook comments i would never advocate discrimination uh, discriminating against people based on the color of their or their race now no was, I, I don't believe you nah, i don't believe you because the law won't let me uh <laughs> right because the law won't let me a lot of people feel to realize niggas are able to walk around and go and do the shit they do because the law tells them y'all can't fucking discriminate if they fuck around and be like we're gonna erase that they'd be like get your black ass out of here how how little must he be around black people to not have considered the impact of his words you know because like you like because he was thinking of it conceptually right because conceptually he he slipped up and made the argument that we're making which is hey if you can discriminate against gay people what's to stop you from discriminating against color, people of color and so because he didn't really uh he didn't have a chance to um craft his um his his talking points because he lost like he lost the plot for a second he really did let it slip like yes them too fuck them Right. i shouldn't have to serve anybody i don't like and then Correct. everybody was like but that's illegal since 1964 we had the civil rights act oh i was moving too fast okay i'm a, now you can't do it for color. what is it uh race and race and color ethnicity okay those two i'm not fucking with okay no you can eat as much cake as you want uh but them gays okay we didn't write that down yet so i'm gonna go ahead and keep it going right a lot of you better realize the only reason why brown people are treated with respect is because it's on the law books yeah a lot of people to realize all the law books was like y'all can't discriminate it don't mean they got to be happy with it it don't mean that, that they got to be pleased it just means that niggas got rights that's all that, that that's all the laws are saying and we have the right to sue and we have the right to be in an uproar and show our asses if you decide not to serve us and we should have that same respect for other brown people and other marginalized people to say they should have the same rights too because at the end of the day we all want to be treated with the same respect yeah the reason i don't trust the bible is because the bible used to be uh justified uh people used to use it to justify racism and i don't trust any text that's supposed to be about morality that you can use to justify something as heinous as that and then later just act like it didn't happen that's the same fucking book what the fuck it's not like you say oh 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 my bad how did that how did that page get in here judas what, who did you put this in boy if you don't get well you play too much you play too much i tell you he just a joker he just a big old prankster guys like i can see if they said it was in there by mistake but like the same people that say it's in the bible to not be racist are like reading the same book as the people that say it's absolutely in the bible to be racist and there were if you go if you go and um uh i guess google microfiche whatever y'all do articles about racism and segregation from uh the 60s and stuff read how much of it is couched in religion right a huge like it's not some small footnote the vast majority of the argument was the same way we argue about lgbtq rights where it's but what about my religion to which i'm like now what about what what a part of your religion says a black person can't marry a white person what part of your religion says black people can't eat at the same counter as you what part of your religion says black people have to be bused to a sit in the back of the bus and bus to a separate part of town to eat and to, to go to school and to work things of this nature that but then you're telling me with with absolute certainty 
if this was 1965 and i was you know uh, 1962 you would be telling me as a white person if you were if i was talking to a white person they would be telling me straight up like hey um this is in this book so it's not really my fault it's not like i believe these things because i just believe them i i was taught these things because the right way to think because this is what the bible told me to think and in my opinion some of them weren't taught a lot of people we talked about this for hide behind religion for their bigotry a lot of them do not believe it but they know if you tie it up with the with 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 the cross and jesus white man jesus everybody's supposed to bow down and be like you right yeah my thing is like i said i think the evil is in the people i don't really come on i I have no true gripe against the bible one way or the other i just think it's a tool that people use for good and bad to be honest so some of it some of it hopefully the vast majority of it will be good but you just i can't say that with any certainty because that's a book that kept us in chains that a lot of people use that book for the same you know shit so i can't i simply can't i refuse to believe in something that could be used for something like that and 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 the way that it's used now against women lgbtq people i i I just can't believe in it so um to then turn around and act like this religious shit is something that we're only going to do to lgbt people lgbtq people in 2018 i don't believe you because it used to be used against me so why do i why should i believe your shit i believe you do want to go back to if if you can get it back to where if you can make sure that lgbtq people don't get it you're gonna make sure my black ass don't get it too and that's how i always look at it this country has never gotten over slavery and fucking never will ever since we got free white people in this country in masses has to be like wait we got to do whatever we can do to get them niggas back in bondage that's what it all boils down to not only niggers we need to get the muslims lgbtq anybody that's other than white men we need to be sure that you beneath us and until they do that they will never be satisfied that's why this is a fight that you have to constantly fight you can't give up because you quote unquote think you made it you ain't never actually made it it's just better than it used to be yeah zero to a hundred oh he gets a motherfucking hundred yeah that's a hundred and i love that he apologized because he's still getting a hundred because uh i don't think he needed to apologize as much as he other than apologize for letting the truth slip because he yeah. believed that shit he believed that shit uh buffalo wild wings apologizes for racist tweets claims the account was hacked the popular sports bar issued an apology on saturday after an apparent hacker posted a series of profane and racist messages on its verified twitter account the post included sexual innuendos pedophilia accusations and racial slurs one of which was directed at film film producer you know what let me chill uh it was it was directed at film producer Tariq nasheed <laughs> it's time <laughs> couldn't have said musician come on i feel like musician would have been a better uh they would have said um lead singer of mink slide Tariq nasheed i'd have been like okay i'm, I'm here like for you this. know what that is true but are we calling the hidden colors are we <sighs> you know what? i'm just stay out of it nope the purported the purported hacker also made references to individuals named tommy and glove as well as madeline mccann the british toddler who vanished from portugal in 
the hackers are weird according to the bbc the offensive tweets remained on the chain's official page for about 20 minutes before the company deleted them there was enough time however for the users to retweet the messages and take screenshot uh bbw uh released a statement saturday insisting it was taking steps to find the people who were responsible for the tweets we're sorry that our fans had to see those awful posts which obviously did not come from us we are in touch with our twitter representatives and will will pursue the appropriate action against the individuals involved so, I, I, I actually believe them that they were i mean obviously they were yeah hacked I, yeah I, I believe that they were hacked you know because they like nigga we just want y'all to come in here for some wings that's all we sell y'all are wings and mediocre ass food and this is the second controversy they had to uh, address on social media this this week on thursday um bb uh bww what i say bbw oh no they they said bbw the first time okay i thought just my porn mind had fucking <laughs> right, taken over i was over. like woo! how did we get him yeah freudian but actually guys <laughs> i'm looking at the article it said bbw the first time yeah i like them bbws so apparently who wrote this article uh joshua espinosa is a freak like me you know know, what i'm saying bbw like wangs Mm -hmm. uh bbws do like wangs come on come on girl i'll get you some wangs you know what i'm saying (laughs) all the wangs you want to eat uh but nah so (laughs) buffalo wild wings uh had another issue where um they gave a year supply of chicken wings to a louisiana homeless man who received a disparaging note on his order ticket Mm. the message read for homeless fuck let's sit and get gross the company announced the employee who wrote the note would be terminated of course uh so zero to 100 for bww well i like bbw so i give this to wrong yeah uh the by the way uh the tweet said reminder that madeline mccann has been missing for nine years fuck niggas uh niggas with the as by the way ah! uh reminder that at Tariq nasheed is a racist coon uh cx in the chat boys uh fuck nigg- fucking niggas i hate them tommy thinks that glove is a bald midget with a small dick okay how do we get here reminder that at wendy's touches kids stupid nonsense and our secret recipe is tommy's cum that's what makes our wings so good <laughs> that's funny yeah so uh yeah zero for me i think they did get hacked and i do too um so i think that should solve that uh let's see what else we got here um let me do one more um uh a, de- a depressed debbie calls the police on black neighbors because they were happy and she was sad sounds about right now, this is written by michael harriet over at the root so you know it's full of snark and jokes and uh and shade uh as is his writing style um so uh but i'll try to get to the meat of the uh, of it uh well actually i'll read some of his shady comments because i like him uh one day hopefully soon my dream of college colleges and universities across america instituting doctorate level programs on the study of white people will become a reality when that day comes certain elements will be required in this co- course curriculum to achieve a phd in white peopleology uh, <laughs> uh uh including the autobiography of rachel dolezal a laboratory with unseasoned chicken taste test an audio recording of the starbucks 911 call and today's video 
of an oklahoman woman oklahoma woman who claimed the police uh, who called the police on black pool goers because they wouldn't talk to her when she was depressed the latest viral video in the ongoing series of white people calling the police on black people features a white woman who is either drunk high suffering a bout of mental illness or just white making a 911 call while lounging poolside at an oklahoma city apartment um when the first video posted on posted to facebook begins the woman is already on the phone with the police when the poolside patty hangs up a woman identified as jamea burleson asked the woman why she called the police you know what the disgruntled white woman replies i nicely asked you if you would talk to me because i'm depressed i'm not a counselor i'm not certified baby the videographer responds leaving patty police caller agape in horror apparently unfamiliar with the word no in the clip the bummed out becky initially denies having called the police then insisted the 911 operator called her because of course they did what no i would fuck with the what kind um soon the police uh i said i shouldn't speculate for all i know there could be a secret network that gives periodic white people wellness checks soon the police arrive and patricia goes on to explain herself to the law enforcement officer who's obviously taking time out of his busy black people shooting crime um, fighting schedule to help with the terrible plague of despondent mayo sapiens yeah <laughs> come on yesterday was my birthday i was very depressed patty explains to the officer i went over and i asked the other girl if i could talk to her she said no she said what do you want to talk about i said i'm depressed and then holding back tears pat crestfallen pool girl explains to the officer how much it hurt her to see other black people laughing and taking pictures this she allegedly which this she alleges that the one black woman threatened her which the witnesses deny wow sobbing fully awash in white tears patty admits okay i did say i'll beat your ass but she explains to the officer i didn't mean it of course she threatened a black woman are you fucking serious the officer interrupts the white woman and informs her that he has patrolled that apartment complex for three years and didn't even know the pool existed until another man flagged him down and told him that a short little blonde lady was at the pool causing a scene because she was drunk or something he asked the lone white woman why everyone else would gang up on her patty admits that she approached three different guys and asked them to talk to her before asking a beautiful african-american woman with blonde locks to engage in a depression fighting conversation when it's her turn the black woman tries to calmly explain the situation but patty interrupts with sobs explaining how scared she was of the people who she admits did absolutely nothing to harm her unless you count her frail alabaster sense of entitlement finally the cop realizes that patty's actually on something and decides to leave the something patty said patty was on is called white privilege uh <laughs> yeah man that like super entitled super scary the latest in a long line of white people trying to make some shit uh black people fault uh just out of nowhere i go to the pool with my family and i if i don't want to sit with you and talk you through your sadness i get the cops called on me and she really did try to use the power of white women tears and cry her way into them cops doing something every time cops are called on black people man i'm like they are called with the intent of harming us why else are they called like you cannot make me believe that you called the police on those black people and you didn't expect something horrible to happen to them because you were mad that they didn't want to talk to you and they were happy black joy literally is revolutionary in, in many situations it really really is and what's so fucking frustrating 
uh it's just frustrating uh when you deal with this and then you wonder why you have black women they be like oh i don't fuck with them white bitches at all like i don't want you in my vicinity i don't want you around with me just 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 go ahead and get away from me white woman because the second your feelings get hurt i gotta deal with the consequences and repercussions of you fucking crying it's decades and decades and histories of your tears causing my pain and my death and my people dying off you fucking lying on me get away from me what scares me is the way she lied so easily and no consequences cop nobody just got locked away and her left. up yeah nope. cop just left nobody locked up but like bitch you you made a false police call on these people you are under arrest you wasted our time she needs the starbucks training okay three hours of starbucks training for all white people who call the cops on black people for no reason right and and then people wonder why uh you know when you somewhere and a white person clutch your purse you know white woman clutch your purse you're like bitch i'm more scared of you than you are me because if something happened they're gonna trust your word of mine yep um a hundred oh yes fuck that bitch a hundred uh starbucks anti-bias training mr mark say to philly baristas what i know you're as shocked as me karen Mm-mm. Hmm? Mm-mm. and a i up here in the starbucks training that i'm doing uh <laughs> uh all eyes were on starbucks again on tuesday as the corporation shut down eight thousand stores to conduct an anti-bias training following the public uproar over a white starbucks manager calling the police on two black men who were waiting in the store in philadelphia in april starbucks bill tuesday's training as one step in addressing the racial bias and national reports have called the company's move an important start but for two philadelphia starbucks employees i talked to the mirror the training merely targeted people of color and exacerbated racial tensions (laughs) what karen why are you making that face you know it's an audio podcast you don't say you don't say you got these niggas, the only niggas up here in this group full of white folks, so every time something happened, they gotta be like, well, Martha, how do you feel about this? What are your feelings? You be like, bitch, I'm, I don't care. This, this training ain't for me, it's for y'all. Watch the video and learn. <laughs> I'm just here to make frappuccinos and misspell people's names. That's why I came. Yeah, um, the long story short, because it goes into some details um but basically the anonymous uh two anonymous baristas one was black and one was uh latinx i believe uh at the training attendees were split into small groups giving ipads to watch videos a 68 page guide with information and a journal title my notebook where they responded to prompts by writing answers and filling in bubbles it felt like we were off task the entire time because we didn't reflect on the situation itself said tina who has worked on at starbucks for a year the training materials focused a lot on police brutality which had nothing to do with the incident that happened you're right i didn't even talk about it according to jamie the starbucks representatives leading the training session got close to talking about the arrest of two black men only when attendees brought it up Mm mm-hmm 
the focus on police brutality was upsetting they showed videos of cops knocking people down fighting people they were that was really disturbing i told them i didn't like the video and they told me they understood and that i was open to give my opinion what does what what does watching videos about police brutality have to do with the situation that happened tina said she kept asking herself they went too deep into it and missed the point all at the same time at one point a girl at my table actually had to get up and leave because the video after video they showed black people being assaulted by police or black people being verbally assaulted and white people being racially biased towards people of color it offended her she left after that so one it sounded like they thought even the thinking of these materials was very white centric right why was why was anybody brown expected to go right that's my thing you'd be like been some sort of like niggas y'all off y'all don't got to come you brown don't bring your black ass okay okay you know what not so fast okay i gotta disagree a little bit karen i think they should have had a test for the black people okay did you vote for trump (laughs) okay that's valid valid no you ain't got to see the training yes your ass need to watch this shit yes you do because apparently you skipped the class too <laughs> you you missed them all like everybody else the training felt more like an african-american history class it got too deep into black history and got past what i thought was the point of the discussion of the session tina said pointing out that one of the videos they watched went back to the lunch counter sit-ins of the 1960s what does that got to do with the incident that happened at hand are y'all gonna show um roots too what the fuck i mean if y'all show Yo, martin luther king and them getting hit by what holes is what's happening here i just remembered when this first started the joke i made was they gonna show roots holy shit i was way closer than i thought yes you were they basically showed them niggas eyes on the prize and was like white people you feel bad now can you stop calling the cops no they're still gonna call the cops for jamie a lot of the training was overly focused on how black and latino people felt about being black and latino if your racial training is supposed to be inclusive why aren't you also talking about what white people face since they're part of the problem too as a puerto rican it felt uh i was made being made the center of attention for what seemed to be a pr stud another thing they brought up that i thought was interesting they said um uh there was like these surveys and shit they had to fill out and it will say how do you feel when this thing happened how do you feel when that, uh how did you feel the first time you went to to work in your natural hair how did you feel uh how do you feel when when you're out and someone treats you differently because of your race so the questions really were for white people to leave blank almost to say oh the, that's never happened to me i always wear my natural hair right. and then at the end they were gonna go see privilege like they were that was gonna be the big like you see open your pages you see how they all blank now look at the black people pages see how it's just they still writing their hands is tired they got carpal tunnel they can't stop writing why because black people and brown people have to deal with these things and you white and you don't so stop calling the police it don't get solved it don't get solved like that so i tell you the presenting leadership team was not diverse according to jamie the training leaders were three white women and one white man hmm they was like we can't get as many black people now come on uh and then they had a woman of color who spoke briefly at the beginning of the session but then she left of course they ain't gonna pay her full price fuck this shit i'm out come on (laughs) i don't know what the fuck just happened happened. (laughs) like what (laughs) 
But I'm up out of here. Fuck <laughs> this shit I'm out. And she went do 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 do. And right. all you heard was them shoes tap dancing her black ass out the door. I will take uh my check in all cash. Okay. Cash on it. Y'all still paying full price, right? All right. My name has been Amarosa and this has been great. Y'all have a good one. I'm not gonna watch these videos. I mm. cry too much. Mm-mm. But the rest of you black people, good luck. Okay. Hope y'all survive. Fuck Come this on. shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. That'd have been my black ass. Um, I feel like that's what you did. still cashing? Alright. Bye. Bye. later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the presenting leadership team wasn't diverse. She said, not that the white women weren't credible, but if you're trying to be sensitive towards us, why would you do that? If you're having people of color dig into their racial identity, why have non-people of color address us to start things off? Pandering with comment, as Starbucks previously announced, comment was there. It made it seem like they were pandering to us as people, which is rude, said Jamie. What does comment know about anything that we're going through? What does he have to do with anything? Exactly exactly but ai <laughs> ai will help you we will be no racism because machines will not be able to see us as racist uh uh check all the way to cash please i have to be in john wick three I, I have a shoot uh at, at 10 hurry up yeah um, he's just doing what they pay him to do so i don't blame him for showing up their new terminology was difficult to swallow according to training material the first step in um the first step to becoming color brave is to address one's biases and how to override them the term color brave was problematic because it felt instructive how do you know how i feel in my skin she asked how are you telling me how i should feel in my skin that was just one of the terms going around that i didn't like maybe it could be color awareness but not color brave i guess it's opposite of color blind let me tell you something one you're probably absolutely right two that's because it's about white people right the i mean look i'm not trying to say that their opinions don't count because i think this is a this was a obvious thing that i thought was going to happen when starbucks said they were going to do this but it's probably really better to ask the white people how they felt about the training honestly like because um my assumption is if it worked which i don't think it did Mm -hmm. but if it worked you'd be better off able to tell from what white people said coming out of the training versus what black people because we will we already know the answers we know the whole fucking test okay and we knew from the beginning that you don't learn what we've learned over our lifetime in three hours come on it's impossible to impart that knowledge to white people series yeah you can't you can't you can't do it okay you can't tune in it's like watching the season finale of buffy and being like okay so i guess i know everything no you don't um so i knew i knew what black people would say i'm glad they interviewed them just for the laughs i got but i knew that black people would be traumatized by this shit they'd be angered by this shit they'd be it's completely wasted on us right um so then and and because this company's not radical like that they weren't willing to take the chance and be like we're gonna do a a thing and only the white people are supposed to attend because it would have been just controversial by the way don't slip okay if they would have said we're doing a whites only thing 
niggas would have been mad about that too because we'd be mad about everything so it's not like 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 i don't like it's not like there was some easy answer to this it was gonna take some actual work finding an organization that was gonna challenge yours like you had to find somebody to come in that would really be willing to shake up starbucks entire approach to this and be like look white people gonna have to be uncomfortable we gonna do our best to make black people art make sure they are comfortable this fucking civil rights shit you can can all this this ain't got nothing to do with y'all calling them cops but let's talk about the problems at your business the shit you can solve because you can't solve dogs and water hoses from the 60s but you can solve not calling the goddamn cops on a black person because they needed to take a shit yes you can yeah anyway um (laughs) so ridiculous uh the starbucks intended to get people to confront stereotypes and unconscious biases with new phrases the exercise exercise leftina feeling singled out i feel like a lot of people of color were targeted yesterday and i know that wasn't the whole objective of having that meaning said tina every activity focused on people of color and how they feel about their race tina left all of the following questions on her journal blank called the exercise just ridiculous and the questions are like the first time you notice your racial identity the first time you notice how race affected your beauty standards stuff right, like that right because to her she's like why why am i wasting my time asking these questions but i know it is not gonna matter zero to 100 can oh uh mm, this was hard um i'm gonna go 100 even though it probably should still be a zero it's a zero and a hundred because it's zero because you can't expect a company to solve racism but it's 100 because it's just fucked up yeah it's 100 for me it's, uh, I, I don't even have to think about that that shit's 100 like i know i mean but i knew it was gonna be 100 and it's still 100 so um all right let's get into some uh guest race um okay it's about time to start wrapping things up here it's been another fun week it has um now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course they are all huge horrible races um all right let's get into the first story uh michigan university uh physicist has been charged with sodomizing a basset hound oh mm-hmm. okay yes he put the can't spell basset without ass <laughs> you can't you really can't um michigan state you know what is up with michigan state man like they, 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 what the, the fuck the students everybody faculty what's happening there? everything is getting fucked over there what is wrong with y'all come on Michigan, if it's fuckable it's getting fucked <laughs> michigan state university on monday added yet another sex crime to his recent list of scandals this time it's bestiality physicist joseph haiti or hattie hattie 51 was charged monday by the michigan attorney general's office with two counts of bestiality after he allegedly sodomized a basset hound with his hand and penis oh okay the stunning charges came as msu was being 
has been under repeated fire for harboring the likes of dr larry nassar and ex-dean william strample the former of whom was sentenced to 175 years in prison earlier this year for a serial sexual abuse of his young female athlete patients the latter is accused of enabling nasser while allegedly groping soliciting nude photos and asking for sexual favors from students a former msu president described strample as boorish but never suspected him as a sexual predator i mean but who does like motherfuckers act like it's really some like a thing that like there's a, a type of shirt sexual predators wear we don't know ah it's always weird I, I, I mean i thought he was born but i didn't think he was fucking I mean, dogs i mean you get a fool me too i mean do you have is there a look when you know for sure somebody's fucking a dog you're like that nigga fucking that dog look at him look at him you can tell look at the way he wears glasses that's a dog fucker i'm telling you oh here he come what's going on professor um the detroit free press reported that the school allegedly knew about some of his behavior as early as 2003 what and the paper <laughs> right oh my god okay 15 years ago you we okay. knew about some of the dog fucking but we didn't want to you know okay. cause a disturbance okay so, okay so my response is not over the top it's not over the top i was like Two, you said you didn't say 2013 you said 2003 right right a little bit of dog fucking okay nigga a year after i graduated from college but like a whole lot of dog fucking like come on bro it's been 15 years like that phase has passed we all grow out of that <sighs> 2003 and the paper reported <laughs> similarly reported the uh, university officials were aware of nasa's child molestation as far as 1997 oh my i was what 17 18 years old the michigan the michigan ag's office stated that hattie does not appear to have man just burn the whole university threw it like, all in right michigan state is like oh party over here with a body at i'm we sorry don't tell shit. i'm sorry jamel hill i know this is your alma mater but this shit gotta go it ain't your fault okay but these no, niggas are trash because i know she didn't know the michigan ag's office stated that haiti does hattie does not appear to have committed the acts on campus or with an animal owned by the university does it matter oh it's a side dog um no! the, the dog has been removed from harm hotel motel holiday inn yeah he's really gonna be in the dog house after this <laughs> uh is which england county animal control who collaborated that the sheriff's department's investigating alleged crime animal control director john Denon told the daily beast that bestiality in that part of michigan is not a very common thing where is it fucking common what i don't know is it illegal because you know some states is not illegal now on the south side okay now them people now to see that's that part of the state on the north side now boy you can't walk three feet without somebody fucking a dog it's crazy it's crazy you just walk out the store you're like really right in front of my salad you just gonna fuck this dog right <laughs> but he said this was not the first case he's seen the department declined to comment what? further what the hell is happening here yeah uh um, like, oh we've seen more than one case according to his linkedin profile haiti is a health physicist at the university for more than two years and was a radiation safety technologist at the school for four plus years uh the accused also worked at the school's veterinary diagnostic laboratory which aims to protect the public by ensuring the health of animals in the state of michigan and around the nation by investigating and studying animal and public health issues all right karen guess the race oh you did that shit right white all right karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what y'all believe uh this doctor's uh races if that's what you want to call them i don't know uh you did uh no 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 so no let me see i will guess the race who's the serial dog fucker that's not a race pound a hound white oh 
when screwing the pooch goes wrong hashtag the dog found oh my god shanti's back white like a bison frizz frizz frizzy uh yuck white man ain't your best friend white that's correct surprise somebody didn't say pound puppy white is the correct answer <laughs> i know what you're trying to do karen and that dog won't hunt <laughs> sorry you know all he did was told that puppy to hush puppy <laughs> you're really barking up the wrong tree with this one karen <laughs> um anyway that's the dog i mean that's the dude the dude that's the that's the doctor the physicist or whatever the fuck he was michigan state was like we got all the secrets man the s in michigan state just must stand for sexual assault because trash university i think i'm just gonna start calling them trash university they take it over for baylor i mean every week you and justin covering some of all z ain't you yep uh speaking of having sex with dogs a man is charged after a girlfriend allegedly catches him having sex with a puppy what is happening here these poor puppies uh the man accused of batting his girlfriend after she caught him sexually wait he hit his girlfriend after she caught him sexually abusing a fit a five-month-old puppy he has been charged in the case oh jason mcclellan uh 55 was charged first of all this nigga had a girlfriend he was fucking a dog what uh was charged wednesday with cruelty to animals malicious torture of killing uh or wait malicious torture of killing a felony and domestic battery of misdemeanor the alleged incident happened uh the morning of may 22nd at a home on some avenue i'll never drive to in my life come on a woman told authorities she came home to find her boyfriend having sex with a pit bull puppy mcclellan remains jailed on a thousand dollar bond and a hundred thousand dollars bond is scheduled for a preliminary hearing june 13th yeah because you can't turn around and put your penis in me out there it's been in the dog man i'm sorry i don't want none of your penis sorry that penis is now that penis is no longer human for yeah. human consumption i don't fuck hybrid penises dog i'm mm-hmm. sorry once you go dog you can stay over there yeah wichita police have arrested a 55 year old man he allegedly battered battered his girlfriend after she caught her have sex with the puppy oh, i was just repeating it uh uh anyway karen guess the race of justin mcclellan white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what you coons believe uh where is Peter when they are actually needed white dmx's <laughs> cousin black oh the bestiality boy white white again says carlos um white as fuck mayo humpers uh uh uh, the correct answer is he was black what i believe only june got that one correct so she gets the golf clap congratulations june oh i demand a recount uh i mean that nigga's black i don't know what to tell you oh he is very black like he's he's like old hickory black 
like yeah he is really old hickory mm-hmm. and he's iron black yeah he black right like he look like the kind of black dude at church that says wow while the preacher is preaching come on in the back while he over there looking at puppies Mm-mm-mm. uh all right last one well you know the puppy was grown because you know they age up quicker than we do <laughs> right uh the triple a uh, triple arrest over an alleged wood chipper murder uh the 57 year old woman who was traveling from new south wales to queensland was arrested in wait hold on what did y'all skip a paragraph what the fuck i'm just gonna start there <laughs> a 61 year old jimpy man uh and a 59 year old deception bay man were arrested this morning after an each charged with murder and attempted to per- to pervert attempting to pervert the course of justice after being arrested in murray door maruchi door all right they are due to appear in maruchi door magistrate's court later today the detective inspector gary pettiford said that the arrest marked the closure of a vital phase of the investigation that began last year after the death was deemed suspicious oh investigating police officers wish to thank family members blah 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 uh two people have been arrested in relation to the death of bruce saunders whose body was put through an industrial wood chipper and uh on a property last year uh uh charges were uh, expected to be laid uh later today against the two men one of whom is from jimpy mr saunders 54 been working on a property in tanner on tanner road when the two men helping clear vegetation uh when he was allegedly killed on a sunday evening the three men were helping a recently widowed woman who lived on a property the death was initially deemed an accident however information provided to the police indicated the likable butcher had may have met with foul play over a possible love triangle gone wrong that's as wrong as it can get come on yeah uh mr saunders has been working on a property with two other men peter koenig of jimpy and greg roser 58 of deception bay uh i mean how can you trust somebody's name deception bay anyway they're all the same race karen guess the race of the perpetrators everybody white all right sounds like he was just another uh chip off the old block to me oh um chat room guess the race let's see we got um white white people mess white but uh with feeling (laughs) (laughs) um all right that's all the guesses we got today the correct answer is white (laughs) hate to get you guys down with all these sad crimes for this section I know normally we get to this section, a lot of y'all are feeling really chipper. Yes, yeah, a chip off the old block. Sound like the criminals had a chip on their shoulders. Yes! Uh, anyway, that's down. Um all right let's get to sword ratchetness guys i think when they went to the funeral they was like ashes to ashes sawdust to sawdust yeah. all right
a man armed with a sword robbed a pittsburgh bar uh early monday morning in the pittsburgh neighborhood the robbery was reported reported shortly before 2 a.m at brookline and sinker a brook in the brookline na- neighborhood police said the sword wielding man robbed the business before running away no injuries were reported uh and they do not have an identity on the suspect mm. that is unfortunate <laughs> right i don't even know what to do with that guys um i'll do one more how about this one a journalist was attacked by a sword in jaffna jaffna what um wait is this article even working anymore this is what happened when i get these articles from all over the world yeah because now it just says thank you for sharing the article then it says sorry i think i i think have some server issue please try again now it's from may 28th so my guess is that that link does not work anymore just how just how little people take this shit seriously come on you know you want to you want to try to help people out and spread awareness about the crimes going around the world and people don't even have the the fort the 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 fortitude to pay for a site host you know come on all right we'll do another one how about uh a woman attacked with a sword in an overnight robbery in treme a woman i hope i pronounced that right because i know gabby gonna say something about it on twitter i don't know how to pronounce new orleans stuff i'm sorry everybody um, I don't either. uh she told police that she had got into an argument with a man robert winley 53 while they were sitting in a truck shortly after midnight uh he got out and pulled her out of the truck winley pulled out the sword from the bed of the truck and struck the woman with it oh he then took her purse and cell phone and discarded the items the woman was able to escape on foot while the suspect fled in the truck shit winley is wanted by police there's no further information the incident was one of two armed robberies in that eight in an eight hour span good grief right what is happening sound like some serial killer type shit throwing away your purse and your um your phone you know like what was you gonna plan on doing to this person right all right guys that is everything we appreciate y'all for tuning in uh premium people friday morning is uh balls deep friday afternoon is uh the nerd off um so we appreciate y'all for listening to that uh i was on randolph terrence's uh spinoff show the woke files on um three guys on uh premium patreon mm-hmm. the, the link so that i should be on that uh he shot that out in a couple of days or so and we got an article written about us and we have an article that was written about us um that was really cool it mm-hmm. was on the unpublishables uh dot com i'll put a link to it in the show notes mm-hmm. um but uh we just talked about a bunch of stuff the show coming up uh all that stuff um so check it out uh the unpublishables.com and link will be in the show note if you read it share it leave a comment Mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff that y'all do because y'all are such awesome fans and y'all always look out for us and y'all make it worthwhile for people to interview us when they see all that engagement that they get yes especially when they normally don't get a lot of engagement y'all are helping us out but you're also helping them out so you know click on it leave a comment share it like it whatever you got to do um it helps us out when you do that so thank you so much um all right we'll talk to y'all um uh saturday for feedback and 
i don't know why i feel like i was on another podcast so anyway, oh chris me and chris, chris lambert, lambert. Mm-hmm. i did a podcast with chris lambert for the mundane festival as well so um yeah i'm everywhere we're everywhere we're always working we're always doing stuff so we're doing something y'all so um you know make sure y'all check us out all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.